Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today is from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. My dear friends in Christ, you are a brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee the wrath to come? I'm serious. Why are you here? Many of you might be here just for the extra credit, and okay, fine. Many of you are here because you're members of the church and you're faithful and coming each Sunday, but, but why? Why are you here? John the baptizer wasn't exactly happy when the Pharisees and the Sadducees showed up in the Jordan River seeking the very same baptism that so many were receiving. A baptism for repentance and the forgiveness of sins. It was a valid baptism. Not a Trinitarian baptism, but a valid baptism that actually was forgiving sins. Why would John the Baptist be upset at people coming to receive from him the very thing he was promising in that water? Why? These people, these Pharisees and Sadducees, were highly respected in their time. They would have been seen as pillars of the community. Not pastors, but kind of close to that. Kind of as how we used to see doctors in the community. A leader. Someone you can look up to. Someone more educated than anybody else. And you would treat them with respect. And you would treat them with honor. In reality, the Pharisees and the Sadducees belonged to different groups of Jews that ultimately sought their own honor. They knew that they were honored, and so they sought more of it. And they felt more of it. They enjoyed more of it as it came to them. And so as they come to John in that water of the Jordan River, they're not coming because they think they need to repent of their sins. They're coming because they want people to be able to say, look at them, how great they are, how humble they are. And they would say, well, fine, John is going to call us a brood of vipers. Fine. But we have Abraham as our father. We are Jews and we will be saved by our Lord. And John says, don't say you have Abraham as your father. Don't say it is on the basis of your hereditary necessity, your hereditary need, that you can say God is yours and you are God's. That's not it. In fact, you don't even know. That you are bearing no fruit and God has his axe planted at the root of your tree and is about to cut you off, you brood of vipers. Back then, much as it is today, calling somebody by an animal name is not a good thing. We all can think of certain animal names that people call each other in our society. That's what's going on here. John is not being polite. John is not mincing his words. John is coming right at them and saying, who do you think you are? And John asks you that same question today. Who do you think you are? Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? It's a big question. 
And it is one in which we as Christians know the answer. It is one in which we look to our Lord and we see His dire warnings throughout the Scriptures that the end is coming, that He is soon returning. And so we flee. We flee from this world into the refuge of the church and we find here our repentance and the forgiveness of sins. But we are not like the Pharisees and the Sadducees who may have had some inkling. We are those who truly are looking to our Lord and repenting and saying, I am of that brood of vipers. I am a son of a snake. I'm horrible. I'm awful. In every way, Lord, I have sinned. Even my repentance is half-hearted. Even my love for you is not complete. I am a sinner. If only the Pharisees and the Sadducees had come to John saying this very thing, who warned you to flee? God did. Showing me that my heart was far from Him, that I have fallen short of the glory of God. But they did not. And so even as history revealed itself, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees conspired to murder our Lord, even as they went on after his resurrection until the year 70 when Jerusalem was finally destroyed and the Pharisaical religion spread out into all of Israel, they messed it up. They missed the Messiah. They turned their hearts away from God and into their own hands. And so it still exists today, this Pharisaism, And it runs all those who claim to be Jews today, and we sorrow. For we see that the words of John the baptizer are clear, that God's axe is planted at the root of the tree, and he is about to cut them all off. And he does so in the very crucifixion of Christ, in which he plants the tree of the cross, so that all may look upon it and be saved, not at the works of their hands, not at the inclinations of their hearts, not at anything that belongs to themselves, but that which belongs to God, the very body and blood of Jesus, broken and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins, for life and salvation. The tree of Israel was cut off. And we as Gentile sinners were grafted in by the cross. We as Gentiles were called to come to our Lord out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. We as Gentiles were called out of our paganism, out of our idolatry, out of our self-service and into slavery to Christ. We were called out of who we were and into who He, Jesus, is. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You were called by the cross. You were called 
by Christ. You were called so that you may be forgiven and saved into eternity. You were called. Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Jesus Christ from the cross has warned you. And so in this place, you are safe. You are secure. You shall not be cut off. You cannot be. This is the true graft of Israel. This is the church. You are one body with Christ. And He can no more cut you off than He would cut off His own fingers or His own toes or pluck out His own eyes. He who had no sin, He who committed no sin, bore sin for you so that you may belong to Him forever. Abraham is now your father, not by genetics, but by hope. The hope that Jesus Christ is coming back again to judge the living and the dead. The hope that he shall raise your body up out of the ground and you shall live with him forever. The hope that you shall see your loved ones who have gone before and are with Christ. The hope that sustains you through this season. The hope that sustains you through this world. Abraham is your father by hope. For the Lord is now your God. And Jesus, your brother, in his name, amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.